In the ring with Eusebius Makaiser. Eusebius Makaiser. So many people have asked me, what exactly do you make of the suspension of Ace Machashule, the Secretary General of the African National Congress? And I wanted to lay out systematically what it is that I think, and let's do it step by step. So firstly, for those who have not been living on planet Earth, or at least the southern tip of Africa on planet Earth, what has happened over the last couple of days before we work back and before we try and make meaning out of the events is very simple. That a letter yesterday, that is yesterday would have been Wednesday the 5th of May, was leaked and circulated, signed off by the Deputy Secretary General of the ANC on behalf of the ANC, Jesse Duarte, and it was backdated to Monday the 3rd of May, and it basically suspends the Secretary General uh, pending the outcome of court cases in relation to corruption, fraud, and other charges that he's currently facing. And the reason why he is suspended as a re- is because there's a resolution that the ANC's highest decision-making body, the National Executive Committee, uh, between elective conferences, that is, has taken to the effect that any ANC member that faces these kinds of serious charges ought to step aside pending the outcome of the legal processes. He had been given a study 30 days within which to step aside. That period has now come and gone without him doing so, and therefore the National Working uh, Committee of the ANC, it decided to reaffirm the resolution taken by the National Executive Committee and uh, as a result of that endorsement and reaffirmation of the NEC decision, uh, they have now decided to suspend him, given that he has not done so himself. So those are the basic, basic facts. In the ring with Eusebius Makaiser. Eusebius Makaiser. But the basic facts led to some complicated uh, events last night that would have been, again, on Wednesday the 5th of May in the evening. And for some weird reason, perhaps um, <laughs> appropriately so, given the skullduggery in the African National Congress, a lot of these things now play out late at night, uh, rather than during the day when the sanitizing light of the sun can be shining on some of these dark spots within the ANC. But be that as it may, then suddenly a couple of correspondences were also leaked in the name of the African National Congress's Secretary General, uh, Ace Machashule, the first of which is a letter also dated Monday the 3rd, and that's significant because it obviously purports to be a letter that was written while he still had genuine powers in relation to the African National Congress's constitution, because that would matter if this was ever taken on review within the South African judicial system. And he basically decided in that letter to suspend Mr. Cyril Ramaphosa, the president of the ANC, and Cyril Ramaphosa was being suspended by the SG on the basis that he himself, the president that is, faces serious, serious allegations of nefarious sources of money possibly having been in his coffers in his bid to become the president of the African National Congress way back in 2017. And of course, there's a pending court case and court procedures going on at the moment about whether or not 
the seal ought to be broken, as it were, so that we can all have a peek into what the bank records show the origins are of the money for the campaign that successfully brought to the ANC presidency position uh, Cyril Ramaphosa. And as a result of those processes that are still ongoing in the court system, um, Ace Mahashule decided, you know what, tit for tat, I've been suspended, but I'll have the last laugh because you too are currently, as president, involved in court cases, and therefore why don't you step aside? If we are all to be stepping aside, then, you know, everybody gets to step aside, and you can cue there your inner... um, Oprah Winfrey best impersonation voice. You step aside, you step aside, everybody steps aside. So that was basically what he was trying to do. And then as an afterthought, there's a letter also that's unsigned, so it hasn't been authenticated, uh, in which Ace Makashule says, yesterday, Wednesday that is, um, I appeal my own suspension because Jesse Duarte does not have constitutional power to suspend me with the letter that she had signed. And I get the last laugh in accordance with the ANC's constitution. My challenging my suspension has the instantaneous effect of meaning that my position as SG is restored pending the outcome of my appeal. And so, lo and behold, through the mere fact that this letter has been written declaring my instant um, intentions, Hereby, to actually challenge my suspension, that means that I remain your Secretary General. So that, in a nutshell, is the sequence of events. And uh, you may have to listen back to the last couple of minutes if that was confusing, because it has been confusing, and that's one of the things I'm going to analyze. But if all of that is clear, and maybe even obvious to you, because you're a political junkie, and you follow the South African story closely, we can now move on to the second part of this very special and very quick take on this podcast of what has happened to the last couple of days in the ANC and what does it mean? The crucial question is, what does it mean? We can't just be stenographers as the commentariat and as journalists in this country. We have to contextualize and we have to create meaning and give a view and we can debate this. You can find me on social media, send me messages on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, and tell me what you think of the meaning-creating part of this podcast, which starts right now, right here. In the ring with Eusebius Makaiser. Eusebius Makaiser. First important interpretive point that I want to make. I think on this particular score, in the first instance from a process point of view, from process point of view, and I'm going to be very clear, Ace Mahashule is on the back foot. If one is generous about Sora Maposa's ability to deal with political opponents, which is not a great skill that he has, otherwise a lot of these thugs would long ago have been chucked out of the party or effectively neutralized or rehabilitated successfully. But to the extent that he has any kind of game and game plan at all, Sorora Maposa understands that the ANC is an organization with rules, with a constitution, and with processes. And that if you are patient enough, you can use those processes to deal with someone who is a delinquent 
and not a hindrance and and not an ally but a hindrance in the fight for a more just and equitable South Africa. And of course the classic example here is Julius Malema. Who could ever have imagined an ANC in which Julius Malema is no longer a leader and a member other than, you know, if the guy were to die. I mean, it was literally that unimaginable that he could be chucked out of the ANC, and yet it happened. But what it required behind the scenes was very careful commitment on the part of those who were agitating for him to be expelled, to leave the party, to follow to the letter every single precept in the ANC's constitution, and even if you get the guy by a minor charge, many examples in history of this happening, even outside of party politics. You may not get someone on the main charge, the real reason why you want them to be sanctioned, but you will still achieve your instrumental outcome if you can find some reason to get them disciplined with punishment if they are found guilty that has the effect of neutralizing them permanently or even getting them expelled in this case. Julius is an example to draw from here. And when one looks at the conditions that come with the suspension letter that had been communicated to Ace Mahashule, the conditions are quite hectic. They may be routine, but it doesn't mean they're not hectic. There are a number of conditions, and the conditions are very clear. You may not fulfill your duties and the responsibilities that come with the SG position, you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to make public pronouncements on behalf of the African National Congress during this interim period when you're still suspended pending the outcome of the court cases. You simply cannot do that. He's also not allowed to consult and rally around the issue of the step-aside rule by engaging ANC structures on the matter and effectively trying to campaign on it internally, as it were. And the consequence of all of these conditions is that he may end up finding himself DC'd and potentially expelled from the party, not on the original issue, but on the basis of violating the conditions that came with the suspension. Because what are the chances of them actually shutting up? The legal process is going to be very long, and he's effectively removed from the Thule House, making it impossible to have easy access to ANC branches and resources because your duties also come with access to ANC resources and those resources you can weaponize for your own personal ambitions inside the party but if now suddenly you're not allowed to have access to any of that then your desire to be on a winning slate at the next ANC elective conference is effectively undermined and so you have an existential leadership pathway crisis if you are Ace Makashule that is the consequence of the conditions the four conditions that are attached to the suspension letter that had been communicated to Ace Mahashule. And so to that extent, um, this is a wily move on the part of those 
that are opposing the Mahashule uh, faction. So that's the first interpretation point. The second is, however, that we must never overestimate the effect of these kinds of decisions. And here, I want to caution against Ramaphoria. We should have learned this lesson at any rate after December 2017, when he became president of the ANC, and not long after that, president of the country. The president does not have a magic wand. He won by a slim majority. Those are trite realities, but they are important to restate. And the most important unit within the ANC, if you ever want to understand ANC internal dynamics, is the branch within the ANC. Branches within the ANC matter enormously. And in the interim, of course, the numbers game inside the ANC NEC matter. Now, the event of the last couple of days might have you convinced that the ANC NEC is, for the most part, basically united on this issue. But don't be fooled by that, right? So I'm not suggesting that there isn't a massive setback here for Ace Mahashule. Of course there is. And if this was a boxing match, you know I like boxing, if it was a boxing match, yeah, the last round was taken by President Sora Ramaphosa. In the ring with Eusebius Makaiser. Eusebius Makaiser. And it was a very good round in which he scored a couple of uppercuts. And, you know, Ace Makhachulia is lagging behind with points with only a couple of rounds left in the boxing match. So that's clear. But the match isn't over. It's far from over. And this is where the rule-based approach that in the first point I was pointing out is an approach that Sura Ramaphosa loves has its limitations. Because Ace Mahashule understands that if you can bypass the rules and in a bottom-up manner work through branches and manipulate them, you might yet be able to make a comeback. Now, what's important about the suspension is that it's in part designed to cut him off at the knees, to make it difficult for him to exploit the branch auditing process, for example, and to know exactly what's going on in each of the provinces across the length and breadth of the country, because his communication, even with the provincial secretaries from a formal point of view, will in the meantime come to an end. But does that mean that that's the end of his capacity to be able to have plausible deniability about the exploitation of branches? Of course not, because all you need to do is to use whatever largesse you have remaining from the many, many years of apparent corruption in the free state that you can use to dispense to the provinces and ultimately to the branches in the hope of keeping alive your campaign silently and without being seen and without there being a smoking gun that emerges that shows that you are still involved in activities uh, in contravention of the conditions. So that's the game plan if you are Ace Mahashule. Will it work? That depends on, to be crude about it, how much money has left, how many goons are willing to do his work for him deep in the provinces, quietly, and whether he himself can shut up and ensure that there's no trace between himself 
and that kind of work playing out quietly. I'm skeptical. I think that he is so desperate, A, to stay out of jail, B, to have power, and three, the FOMO of public visibility, that it will be near impossible for him to stick to a game plan that is part of a counter-attack against Soramaposa. What is the evidence that I'm right to be skeptical? It's these stupid letters that were sent yesterday and the engagement with journalists. There were a number of journalists who were saying, the guy is now so crazy and such a loose cannon in this moment of existential crisis for him that he's even directly reaching out to journalists. So there's a sense in which he's losing control and he's going to make it very easy for his opponents inside the NEC to say, we've got to deal with him decisively and in fact is violating the conditions of the suspension. And then the last point I want to make, then I'll leave it here for now, and we can come back periodically to this moving story that changes minute by minute. You blink, and there's a new angle. But the last point I wanted to make is, there is an interesting legal question here that needs proper settling. On the face of it, it's obvious that given that he's suspended, he's not allowed to do any work as SG, because effectively is not the SG of the party as we are speaking. So there are one of two logical possibilities of how to read these letters. Either they're authentic or they're not. They appear to be authentic because it's now communicated overnight with journalists. And also, the party itself has released a statement in which it says that his communication doesn't have any legal standing, even if it's not fake but they acknowledge that the president of the party has received the correspondence. So one of two things must be true here, and they're mutually exclusive and exhaustive of the possibilities. Either he wrote those letters and signed them, or he didn't. If he didn't, that's okay, because then he's not in trouble from a process point of view. But what it does mean for the ANC, sadly, is that there are obviously people in his camp who as a camp are willing to stand behind him, and therefore this is going to be a long, drawn-out battle yet. On the other hand, if he did, by his own acknowledgement, write a letter to the president, and he is wrong in suggesting that his own suspension is unlawful, then actually, if the ANC NEC this weekend wanted to, they could be debating whether or not this guy, anyone in his position, should immediately be DC'd for violating the conditions of their suspension. Because remember, and think about this very slowly, but plainly, if Eismacher Schule, by his own admission, behaved like an SG in sending a letter to Suro Ramaphosa, that act alone would be a violation of his own suspension. And then... It is up to the ANC to demonstrate whether it is serious, given that it is pretending to be a rules-based organization, whether it is serious to discipline him for violating his own suspension conditions. What will happen next? What will they do? Let's see over the weekend, and let's see over the next couple of days. But don't hold your breath, because the only consistency in the ANC over the last couple of years is that they have been consistent in being moral cowards and not quite reinventing themselves despite resolution after resolution after resolution that they genuinely care about so-called renewal. (laughs) 
in the ring with Eusebius Marcazio. Eusebius Mar-